It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Okay. All right. Quarterback. So I think they're going to keep three, obviously. Mm-hmm. This uh, one pretty much buried the lead on this one. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, but, I think, you know, I think Hertz is going to make it. Spoiled this one. Uh, Hertz, Mariota, I have then McKee, and then obviously Book. Um, McKee probably shouldn't be a lock the more I think about it. No, I, I think, think it's, I love when we can make changes on the fly to this. Yeah. I, I do, do think job. he is he is going to make the team, but the third quarterback rule I forgot about. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's, a, that's factor. a factor. And I. <sighs> I mean, McKee was a six-round pick. I, so, like, we'll see how he hey, is. Ian Book was a fourth-round pick once upon a time, right. too. So, I think this will depend on how Tanner McKee plays in uh, preseason, if, like, the Eagles think they can get him through waivers. But as of now, I have three for them. Uh, running back, DeAndre Swift, I have Penny on there. Gainwell, Scott, and then obviously the first cut is Sermon. Um, did you see Dalvin Cook wants to go to a place where he's going to get a lot of touches? Uh, so, uh, what I saw from Dalvin Cook was that he's not signing for five mil or less. Yeah. So. The money's not the issue for me. The issue would be if he's going to be happy coming in here and not touching it a ton. Which he won't. Which I mean, won't. not to and the so level would he would be, want to. That would be my Dalvin concern. Dalvin Cook's not coming here. I don't think Dalvin yeah. Cook is coming here. I agree. Um, and let's be honest. Like, while it would be nice, like, it's not a need. Like, this room, I think, will be all right. I think the logic for Dalvin Cook is it's always a need to get a better player. Yeah, exactly. You but, know, like, so, like, DeAndre Hopkins. They don't need DeAndre Hopkins. But DeAndre Hopkins is better than somebody that's going to be on the roster. Agreed. So in that way, there should always be interest, and you can argue there's always a need yes, to do that. I get it. Um, wide receiver, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, obviously. So I have Quez Watkins and our boy... Uh, Alameda Zacchaeus. I've been practicing a wow. little bit. I thought yeah. it was Zacchaeus. Is it Zacchaeus? Well, maybe I got it wrong. I know I it's know. Alameda. I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah, so I've been heard, I've heard Zacchaeus a lot, but I don't know if that's right or not. Are we sticking with the Sirianni OZ? I think so. Okay. I mean, so, it's so much easier. All right, so... And if Coach says it, you know? Yeah, that's it, yeah. I like how you so call him Coach. I like that. Well, you <laughs> know why I did that? It's very once... Because we had Dick Vermeil on the morning show this morning, and I called him Coach. Oh, did you? Wow, what, a, I don't what a move normally, by you. I don't normally. Normally, I use the first name, because, like, you know, you're a human being. Like It's a little different know, in this case. Like, Rob Thompson comes all the time. Right. I'll, I'll say, hey, Rob, how you doing? Right. Like, great to talk to you, whatever. It's Dick Vermeil. You know, he's like a, a venerable, wow. old, you know, 86. So I called him coach. But I was also, like, hey, coach. Because people call him coach. It's coach for meal. It's never dick. Like, you know. But let's keep it real. Dick That's too. what I'm that, like, 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 let's dick? keep it real. Like, what up, dick? I almost think you need earmuffs to <laughs> to address him properly. Not going to be many kids named Richard who go by dick anymore. No, I think that that is done. <laughs> done. That is Fast done. I think front. you got to go by Rich. Yeah, Rich or, yeah. you know, Richard. All right, so yeah. so either way, the point is because I called him coach over the phone. It was in my head. So I was yeah, like, oh, what a coach. flex, no coach. Um, I was a bit of a flex. You're right. So Quez, I have on there. Obviously, I think he's a trade candidate. Um, Oz, and then I do have Covey. Excuse me, I do have Covey on there. 
Wow. So, I, I mean, I hadn't really thought about it in those terms, but the idea that Britton Covey could be their fifth wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of light at wide receiver well, from a depth perspective. So, one thing, like, really going through the roster, and I probably should have done a better job of this a month ago. It's all right. We got lots of time. Yeah, we got hands six up weeks high. to get this right. Actually, got longer, but six weeks I, to... I am intrigued by some of the receivers they have. I saw your so, team. I got my guy and my book guys in there. Joseph Ngata. Joseph Ngata. First of all... I, related to Naomi Ngata from my fictional books, I'm assuming. Oh, that's right. So, <laughs> there was that Shaq quote where he was talking about... I forget who it was. Maybe Christian Wood. And he's like, I apologize. I wasn't familiar with your game. Yeah. That's how I feel about these receivers on the back end of the Eagles roster. <laughs> I apologize. I was unfamiliar. I was unaware. So, like, dude, Joseph Ngata was, like, a number one recruit coming out of high school. He's an insane athlete. He went to Clemson where he was supposed to be really good. He kept getting back down because of uh, they have great receivers there. He had a bad quarterback situation. He is huge. Like, I saw when I saw him the first time, even though I wasn't sure who he was, he— First of all, yeah, Zach Ertz is number, which I'm not a fan of. No, stop. But what are we doing? Guys? Yeah, that like you got to retire that number. Stop but it. Regardless, yeah, no one has more big catches in the history of the franchise. Than I Zach agree. Ertz. So um, when I saw him, though, I was like, wow, that guy's huge. So it really stuck. He stands out. And then you look at his resume. So I'm in on him. So I have him as my last cut. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood, I think, is also somewhat interesting. He played with Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma. They gave him a little bit of money. They gave him uh, like a hundred. So first of all, they gave Ingada two hundred thirty thousand, which wow. is noteworthy for an undrafted free agent. They gave Hazelwood a hundred twenty-seven. Um, played with Hurts. He had that, some good real numbers. Quick, real quick, just a quick aside. How wild is it? Like that this is like throwaway money to undrafted guys. I know. Like, oh, they just gave him $127,000. Well, it's like, are you kidding me? Can you imagine getting <laughs> that check if you're him? No, I know you lose some of the taxes in your yeah, agent. So like, but still, it's, you know, like it's not life-changing money, but it is. college, like you get a check for like 60 grand or yeah, something. It's like, thank unbelievable. you. That's pretty sweet. Good way to start. Um, Charleston Rambo. Cool name, number one. Any relation to Bakari? Not sure who that is. Remember Bakari Rambo was the football player from Georgia a few years ago? Oh, yes, in the, that's played right. in the NFL yeah. at one point or another, Washington, I think. So, Charleston Rambo also played with Jalen at Oklahoma. Last year with Miami, he had 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. I watched tape of all three of these guys. He made the best catches by far. Um, he was with the Panthers last year, didn't make the roster, which is maybe a bit of a red flag because the Panthers suck. <laughs> they, yeah. yeah, but I'm in on him. So, while Covey is a fifth guy right now, I actually do think they have some intriguing options of guys that in camp could potentially, A, either steal a job or at least be on the practice squad to get called up. So, Agree when you see Covey as a fifth guy, that's like a red flag. But I think they have some some interesting some options. options. All right, so I'm going to ask you a question. I should look this up and sound like I'm doing my job. Right. And but I'm not going to. Okay. I'm just going to freaking ask you because I didn't look it up and that's on me. Yeah. Has Ozzy ever returned punts before? Because he seems like the kind of guy who might well, have at some point. talk about not doing your job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and now i got to try to spell it as I type I it know. in. Oh, Lamade is a cake. Here we go. He does seem like a guy that would have returned punts. Right, you would punts. think. Like, he just seems like the kind of guy who at some point has returned punts along um, the way. Kick and punt returns, let's say. All right, so last year with Atlanta, he returned three punts for 36 yards, and he returned two kicks for 41 yards. I mean, that's actually quite good. But he's been in the league <laughs> for four years. So he's not a guy. He's done it. He's done five. He's done it in his career, but he is I mean, not. 13 yards per return, that's not too bad. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> well, yeah. Especially with this unit. So, um, I, I don't know. I just thought he seemed like the kind of guy maybe that could be an option, but apparently. Yeah. Well, I think it really depends if they trade Quest, too, because ideally you don't want your third hold receiver up, out there. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You don't just drop in here 
Well, we've talked about this. Not really. Like, we've kind of, like, mentioned it in passing. Do you think there's a real chance they would quit Trey Quez? Yeah. Wow. So who's their third wide receiver? It would be OZ. Why? Why would they do? Are you trying to win the Super Bowl? I wouldn't trade Quez. But, I mean, last year when they did, they did, when they needed him, he did come up small almost every time. Well, I mean, I mean, if you're going to go sign DeAndre Hopkins, you trade Quez. Yeah. Just feel like I don't think they're going to give Quez away. But I, I think, like, I could picture them trading Quez for, like, a conditional five that could be a four or something. Well, I get it, but why? Like, do, unless I they, wouldn't do it. Unless I, they, unless OZ wins the job. Yeah, I'm saying if he wins the job gotcha. and Quez is then, gotcha. like, a, a disgruntled backup. That, that's like, a different story. Then I could, but I don't think... If Quez has a great camp, they're not going to trade him. Okay. I think he would only get traded. I thought if, you were saying, like, just regardless. No, no, I get it. If okay, he that wins makes the job. Sense. That makes yeah. way more sense. All right. Tight end, we've talked about a little bit. I think Goddard and Stoll are the only two locks. They really like Jack Stoll. I'm not super impressed with him. He's a good blocker. He's he an average catcher. You need that, you know? I know, but Goddard like a can sixth block. offensive lineman at times. Yeah, but Goddard's a great receiver, too. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the other part of this Quez thing is they have three elite receivers if you include Goddard. Mm-hmm. So they're they're good uh, in maybe that Maybe four if you include DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Who knows? As a running back, for sure. That's what I mean, as a running back receiver. Yeah. Uh, Calcaterra, I have as the third tight end right now. I'll never give up on Tyree Jackson. I think if, look, they've kept him around. So if he's he has, still here, no, it's a great point. And the thing about like waivers when you cut guys is like guys like him that are elite athletes, yeah. like they get picked up as developmental people. Because someone will just take a shot. Um, all right. So I did this interior line and then tackles. So interior of the line, Kelsey Dickerson, Jurgens, all locks, obviously. Steen is going to make the team. He's a lock. I put Opeta just because he could play either guard spot. Um, and he's been here. They know he's him. Been here, he knows yeah. how they like him so, to play. Brett Toth is someone to keep an eye on. They've Similar had to Opeta in that way. Yeah, but he's he's taking center snaps at practice. So that's oh, a little that's interesting. interesting. But you have well, Jurgens as your backup center. But that's the thing, center, though, so. right? You do, but at the same time, they might. We know that the Eagles in the past have not wanted to move two guys always with right. their backups. So they, if the if Cam if Kelsey Jergens, goes down, they were probably not going to. Well, I think I think if Kelsey goes down for a game, I don't think they go to Jurgens. If Kelsey's I agree with out for that, the yeah. year, then they flip it out or whatever. God forbid. Right. But like, I think that I think that's probably why they're training other people at center because ideally, if Jurgens wins that job, I they want him to be the guard. Yep. Yeah. I think if it's a long term, you're right. They would they would move Jurgens over, and you'd put Steen in there, and that would be a preview of potentially the future, the future of your yeah. offensive line. Oh my goodness. Um, tackles, Lane, Mylotta, Driscoll. Driscoll's probably a lock. I mean... I think the versatility. Is there so. a world where he has a bad camp and they cut him? I don't think they're financially tied to him, but... But I he, just think with the, with the amount agree. of snaps he's played... And he can play multiple... He can he play, play all interior. Four, yeah, four right. positions for you. So uh, I put Julian Good-Jones on there. He's someone that was with the team before. He went to Canada, played really well, apparently, Good according Jones. to his Wikipedia is page. It, is he a hyphen? Is it, he has a hyphen. Okay, because I was like, that's a weird last name, Good-Jones. He has a hyphen. Um, and then the last out I had on that was Fred Johnson, someone that has NFL experience, but kind of just a guy. You can probably get him on a practice squad now that you can have veterans there. So that those would be the tackles that I would go with. So wait, hold on. What do you mean now? That, what's the, did they well, change the, the rule? Is, well, this has been like this for since COVID. Yeah, you, since you can COVID, put you could, veterans on uh, the practice right, okay. squad. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, all right, defensive tackle. Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, obviously. 
Do you think Milton Williams is a lock? Yes. I think, okay. I think he's, he's going to make the team. He's played a lot the last few years. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's made some plays, got some sacks. You're right. All right, so I have him as a, on there. And I think then, he's a um, lock, yes. I always forget about this guy, but Catavia Street, they signed from the Saints. Oh, yeah. So I have like him, a good dude. him as the fifth defensive tackle, and then I have Marlon Tuopolo, too. What, nine offensive linemen they keep? Or well, defensive linemen? Defensive linemen, yeah. So I have them with one, nine two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have them with ten, but like... I'm including Reddick and Patrick Johnson in there, even though they're technically right. right. Um, so yeah, I mean, defensive tackle. I actually got into this. It was on the morning show with you about um, Jalen Carter versus Javon Hargrave, on who I think more teams would take. I do think more teams would definitely take Jalen Carter if you're taking into account contract, the future, it's and the like contract. A question. But for one year, I'd be curious. I do think people are now. Some people would have him off his board, which is you know not ideal, but. Uh, I think Jalen Carter could come in and, and be just as good as Javon Hargrave was in some ways. Can you imagine? It's asking though, a lot, but a, like, yeah, he's a rookie. But he he's Javon like, Hargrave just going to be the guy for like three years. Dollars. I look, I agree. I think I don't I think it's actually much. funny that, not to you know do it again. But Dick Vermeil right. said on the air today that he thought he's like defensive rookies can get there quick. He's like yeah. he's like you can you can be an impact player on defense as he's like if these guys are talented he's like it's not hard. So I was thinking about this for maybe Gobert's radio on Saturday so maybe mull it over. Ooh, I love the the potential like topic on a, I was going to say Tuesday it's Wednesday I think. Yeah. Okay. Like I think it's fair to expect uh Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter to be instant impact guys. Uh, I think it's fair to expect Jalen Carter too. I don't know if it's fair to expect Nolan Smith too, considering last pick of the first round also was draft. You know, is so- and I know you've been down there and you say it's a bit of a misnomer and all that, but like right. does have a not a prototypical size for the NFL. Like there might be time that it takes him to learn to get by big guys and all that type of stuff. But I, I get your point. I think it's an I think it's a provocative statement. Yeah, and I think when they're coming from where they're coming from. They're not, you know, coming from TCU or North Dakota State or anything like this. They're coming from an SEC program where they played big time games, big time snaps. You're not asking them to be starters right away, but I think if like the year ends and you're, you don't want to be sitting here a year from now and going, well, it was the rookie year. I think like you want to see instant impact from them. Um, all right, the edge rushers, Hassan Reddick. Oops, sorry, my thing messed up. Hassan Reddick, obviously a lock. Unless they trade him because of his contract, but yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Him. They would, I think they would pay him before they trade him. Uh, I think I probably agree with that. They're trying to win a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Reddick, Sweat, Graham, Nolan Smith. I put Patrick Johnson as the fifth one. Patrick Johnson, they've liked to use him now. It's a new defensive coordinator, so who knows what his role will be. But he can play a little bit of linebacker. He's a good stand-up edge rusher. He's a good blitzer. And I think he's he's had great training camps. I think he's made plays in games. I like Patrick Johnson. So um, Don't care. No, I'm just kidding. Nah. Um, Night Teron Jackson as the last cut. Someone that's had good camps. Yeah, I know Reddick really likes here him. And there. Yeah. Well, real quick, back to Reddick. Um, how realistic? I mean, I know it's realistic. Do you think he will report for camp? Yes. Okay. I'd be very, very surprised. Yeah. Like I would put it at ninety percent. Okay. Great. Um. All right. Linebackers. Linebacker. Your boy Nakobe. Damn. Nicholas straight. Morrow. You know. Do we know yet if it's Morrow or Morrow? Because I always, when I see M O R R O, I always think Morrow. Okay, we can go with Morrow. I'm not sure it is. I'm just asking you. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. Do you want me to look it up? No, you don't have to. Don't, don't, well, it does. Google does this thing where when you click on it, uh, it tells you how to say it. Yeah. Really? It's a new pronunciation. Thing. Tough word to spell. Pronunciation. pronunciation. 
It's not that tough word. It's actually no, it's not. Kind pro, of exactly pro none. It's actually pretty phonetic. Agreed. But <laughs> when you're doing it live, there's a bit of a difference. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Well, I'll do it into the mic. Yeah, I love this. Go. Nicholas Morrow. Morrow. Nicholas Morrow. So I was right. It'd be funny if every time we said his name all year, I. <laughs> <laughs> that might get old. Dude, if you committed to that, that bit, might get old quick. I think it would be the funniest thing that's ever happened. Like, like, if yeah. You, if you, the problem is, like, it would be like. There's no way you would remember but it would just to do be it every especially time. Especially funny if it's like we're doing a post game pod. To say his name and then you're like, oh, hold it's on. It's 1 a.m. and it's like, <laughs> it's like the defense played poorly. Nicobe didn't get it done. Nicholas Morrow. Missed that tackle in the third quarter. <laughs> I love this so Like much. the pause each time. It'd be so hard to be like genuinely upset at him. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love um, that so much. All right. So Nicobe, uh, Nicholas Morrow, already done with the bit. <laughs> Christian Ellis. And I put. <laughs> I put Kyron Johnson. Um, but I think like any of these linebackers, it wouldn't shock me at all if like. I think Nicobe's going to make the team. Would it shock me if they traded Your him? Your point is it could be anybody on, anybody yes, off. Yes, I think this is the position that has fair. the most turnover. You got Christian Ellis a lock. Uh, I, yo, Christian Ellis probably is a lock, honestly, just because I don't think they would trade him. I, I don't appreciate think that you didn't him. put him in initial lock, though. Look at you. Well, I made this prior to his outstanding OTA performance. <laughs> that makes sense. There you go. Um, all right, cornerback, Darius Slay, Bradbury, Maddox, uh, Keely Ringo, all locks. McPherson's probably pretty close to a lock. They have him working in at nickel, uh, which means that you know he can have him play multiple positions. Then I put Greedy Williams as the six. Um, Josh Job, kind of interesting. Eli Ricks, kind of interesting. Um, they have like some guys of they the undrafted dudes, corner. Yeah, that's going to be maybe the toughest spot to make cuts at. Eli Ricks projected yeah. to be a top five pick the year. I know, before. big soccer guy too. Uh-oh. I was looking at his Twitter. He's not uh-huh. just like a pretend soccer guy. He was liking some like deep. Deep dive soccer tweets. Really? I'm going to try to talk to him about it. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> I love that you're checking the deep dive likes there. Yeah. Try to so make conversation I've, with him. So I I've hear you like soccer. That. I've never checked what anyone is like. I check every draft pick's Twitter and Instagram just to get a feel for him. It's really smart. Thanks. It's a good move by you. Tanner McKee's Instagram is exactly what you would expect Nick Foles' Instagram to be. Yeah. Like maybe because I went in with that understanding, Idea. but you know, Colored your him hair. and his longtime girlfriend. Yep. Lots of Jesus posts, you know, like there's <laughs> it's just like what you would exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Safety. Reed Blankenship. Uh, Brown. Oh, Sydney yeah. Brown. Yeah, Sydney. <laughs> wow. Hey, uh, Terrell Edmonds. Uh, Reed Blankenship, Sydney Brown, Terrell Edmonds, Kayvon Wallace. Uh, and then I put Evans as the fifth. Uh, you think they keep five? I think they only have like, there's like no one else. Like, I don't even know who else it would be. Yeah. So, I think they only keep four is my point. Well, I think the argument for five would be maybe Sydney doesn't play right away. Kayvon, who knows if he can even play. Um, and then obviously, I think at this point, we could say Kayvon can't play. <laughs> well, but he could, be a, he could be a quality backup. I don't think he's going to be a fine. starter. That's fine. Um, and then special teams, Jake Elliott, Rick Lovato. And then obviously the punter thing, we'll see. I think there's a better chance the punter's not on the roster than it's going to be this undrafted rookie. How come? I think they're going to play in too many games, too too many big games to go with an undrafted rookie. You even, know, we saw in the Super Bowl one cannon. Punt. He could, yeah. And look, the big games are somewhat too. far away. Uh, the dual but, ability of Jake Elliott gets hurt in a game. You gotta do how much money kick. they give him? I think I wrote this down. They gave him bubble one hundred fifteen thousand. God. So you know, God. not not like a super ton, but yeah. For a punter, two thirty, I think, was the most they gave to an undrafted rookie, which was in Gata. Um, let's see. Greedy Williams got six hundred thousand, but he's not an undrafted rookie. 
Hmm. So there we go. 53-man roster. 